This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. At all the best parties, the best conversations happen in the kitchen. And so it was on July 24, 1959 in Moscow, when Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev and U.S. Vice President Richard Nixon got into it in the kitchen debate. There may be some instances, for example, color television, where we're ahead of you. The kitchen was part of a model house at the American National Exhibition in a Moscow park. It came out of an agreement in 1958 where each country had agreed to hold exhibitions in the other to promote understanding. Nixon was in Russia to open the American version, which was meant to show off the quality of life that the average American worker could afford. Khrushchev was grumpy coming in. He was unhappy about Congress passing the Captive Nations Resolution, which condemned the Soviet Union's control over Eastern Europe. And in their first meeting of the day at the Kremlin, he'd let Nixon know about it. Then they went to the model house. The visit didn't follow the usual stiff protocols of international bureaucracy. It was chaotic. Nixon and Khrushchev mixed with reporters and functionaries and construction workers and bystanders. At heart, these guys were a couple of local politicians. Nixon had been a congressman and senator from California. Khrushchev rose through the ranks from being a party operative in Ukraine. They were in their element. James Reston of the New York Times, in a piece published by the Chronicle, wrote that it was just like if Nixon had run into Harry Truman at a county fair somewhere, and they'd argued Democratic and Republican policies. The TV cameras captured Nixon wearing a tailored blue suit. He's taller and thinner than Khrushchev, who's wearing an ill-fitting gray suit with some medals pinned to the lapels. He's holding, and sometimes he puts on, a light-colored fedora, It probably looked okay in the summer sunshine, but indoors, it just looked goofy. They did a quick walkthrough of the house exhibit, which was still under construction, and then they stood in front of TV cameras. With translators stage whispering in each man's ears, they had their first debate there. Here's Khrushchev, who was not impressed with the gadgets. This is what America is capable of? How long has she existed? 300 years? 150 years of independence and this is her level? We haven't quite reached 42 years, and in another seven we'll be at the level of America, and after that we'll go further. Here he raises his hand and smiles as he waves like he would to a baby. As we pass you by, we'll wave hi to you. He keeps waving as people clap. Nixon takes his turn. I can only say that if this competition which you have just described so effectively, in which uh, you plan to outstrip us, and particularly in the production of consumer goods, uh, if this competition is to 
do the best for both of our peoples and for people everywhere, there must be a free exchange of ideas. Nixon admits that the Soviets might be ahead in some areas like rocket development, but the Americans are ahead in others like developing color TV. Khrushchev interrupts him to say, no, 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 the Soviets are ahead in both. They spar some more. Nixon says Khrushchev shouldn't be afraid of ideas. Khrushchev says Nixon doesn't know anything about communism except fear. Khrushchev challenges Nixon to agree to broadcast his words translated in the United States. Nixon says certainly and asks for the same thing for his words in the Soviet Union. Khrushchev responds with an exaggeratedly enthusiastic handshake. This is both of them at their best. Nixon could only be so charming, but he was maxing it out here. He smiled a lot and he kept putting his hand on Khrushchev's shoulder. Khrushchev was mercurial. He wasn't well-educated, and he said whatever was on his mind, which was sometimes funny. And he was great at throwing shade. He would have been great on Twitter. After the studio debate, they went back to the kitchen and debated some more, a little more seriously and sharply about the Cold War and nuclear brinksmanship. The kitchen debate was a sensation in the United States. That agreement about translated TV coverage didn't quite come off. The film was supposed to be released on the same day in the two countries, but the U.S. TV networks didn't want to wait, and that made the Soviets mad. They never did translate all of Nixon's words. But the incident gave Richard Nixon a huge boost. He came off looking pretty good, and he went from being a mostly forgotten vice president to a frontrunner for the 1960 Republican presidential nomination, which he eventually won. Khrushchev was forced out of power in 1964. He lived in internal exile until he died in 1971, by which time Nixon, who had lost the 1960 election, was president of the United States. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.